This is Morgan Hazelwood, back again with more writing tips and writerly musings. Today, I'm here to share with you my second panel worth of notes from Thursday night of Worldcon 77, making the asexual textual. Now, some people are sexually attracted to people of the opposite gender. Some people are sexually attracted to people of the same gender while others are attracted to people of more than one gender, and others still are attracted to people only in very specific scenarios. But not all people are sexually attracted to someone, and those people identify as asexual. In Western culture, so many of our stories, be they folk tales of yore, current TV shows, books, movies, what have you, center around a main character and their relationship. Be it, are they, will they, won't they? Or some sort of on and off sort of relationship, etc. Even if that's not the main plot point. Which leaves asexual people reading between the lines to look for characters that represent them. Is this character asexual or did the story just not cover a period in which this person was in a relationship? Is this character really sexual or are they in a consensually sex-free romantic relationship? Just because you're asexual doesn't mean that you're aromantic. You might still want flowers and moonlit walks, but nothing in the bedroom. Um, at the titular panel at Worldcon 77, Wendy Metcalf, Darcy Little Badger, Dr. Edmund Schlussel, and Jasmine Goer discussed ways to make the asexual textual without making it feel forced. Now, first off, three reasons not making the asexual textual is a problem. First off, there is already a sparsity of asexual representation. Secondly, readers will project on the asexual characters and make assumptions. Um, even asexual people might do so because of the world and the assumptions that uh, come in with the inherent biases. And thirdly, Many readers enjoy shipping characters and will mentally pair them or insist that they're subtext if you don't explicitly state that the character is asexual. For those of you unfamiliar with these terms, um, shipping is short for relationship and it's when readers and or fanfic writers decide that they think two or more characters should be in a relationship. Fanfic is fiction written by fans about the characters that they love, be it from movies, TV shows, books, anime, what have you. Um, they are unofficial spinoffs, like Paradise Lost for the Bible. Um, in fan fiction circles, slash fiction originated as stories between pairing character A slash character B. A lot of the derivative stories have traditionally been homosexual pairings, especially back at a time when homosexual characters were less represented in traditional media, uh, but not always. And 
some of the slash fiction is explicit erotica. So you are forewarned. Um, so now that we've dealt with the history, here are four approaches to making asexual characters textual. First, you can avoid the terms, but make it obvious in the plot. Another way to do it is to make up terms in your own story to represent asexuality or the reverse. Why not make a story where the asexual is the default and everything else must be defined? A third way to make it textual is to slip in the term, although there are concerns it might feel dated at some point. The term has only recently come into common parlance and it might change. Things do. And fourth way of doing it is to maybe slip it in as a small detail in a larger descriptive sentence. So it's not the focus, but it's mentioned and we move past it. So when you're creating an asexual character, there are some tropes that have been overdone that you may want to avoid. First off, having the asexual character focus on how their asexuality makes them so weird or different. Asexual people typically don't focus and dwell on their lack of sexual um, attraction during their day-to-day -day lives. Uh, I do have a question. Um, this was suggested during the panel, but I was curious if they might not focus on their own sexuality, but maybe would they be thinking about how other people's sexual attraction is making them act weird? I don't know. Let me know in the comments below. Another thing to avoid, uh, as it's a stereotype with asexual characters, is naivety, having them not understand what is the sex that you talk about. They live in the real world. They know people. They know what it is. They just don't want any. Just like some people see an oatmeal raisin cookie. They know what it is. They just don't want to eat it. Um, which brings us into the third stereotype, being physically repulsed by sex. Just because I don't want tea or oatmeal raisin cookies, which I, I, I kind of do want the oatmeal raisin cookies, um, doesn't mean that I'm repulsed by their mere existence. Um, another trope that is overdone is making the asexual character alien or a robot or inhuman in some way. Very often, death itself is asexual. There's a lot to be unpacked there, but a lot of it is just showing how other the asexual character is. And they're not. They're normal people. Just because they don't see Johnny and want to go drag him off to bed doesn't mean they don't have wants and hopes and dreams and needs and jobs and annoyances and traffic tickets. They're normal human beings. Um, just like uh, a sexual person who's not in a relationship. Um, and a final trope to try to avoid is using non-heterosexuality as code for being a bad person or an outcast who must get back at humanity or that sort of thing. It's been overdone. Clearly, you could tell stories with some of these tropes, but try to be original 
asexual characters have the full scope and width and breadth of life that any other character would have, but they've been put into these niches and they need to spread their wings. So our panelists were generous and talked and shared with us about how being asexual affects a person's life. And if you're asexual, clearly your lived experience is not going to trump this. And if you have any tips that you're comfortable sharing, please do so in the comments below. Um, I know that some of you are asexual. I am not, so I can only listen and learn. I can't speak from experience. But um, these were four ways uh, that were mentioned that being asexual affected their lives. First off, no codependencies. Living alone is expensive and it's easier if you have a profession. Um, just because you're asexual, clearly you can still have roommates and stuff like that, but so much of Western society expects the married couple with kids and that's, it's, it's hard to find a place to live on one salary. Um, secondly, as asexual people, they are seen as naive, just like the characters, or told that they just haven't met the right person. That didn't work on homosexual people, and it doesn't work on asexual people. Just because you meet someone isn't going to change an integral part about you. Um, which leads into the third one of people trying to pair you up, be they friends or parents, or whoever just, they think you're lonely and having a partner will solve everything. No, no. Um, and rejecting that can lead to the fourth thing of being seen as either frigid or sexually dysfunctional. No. Asexual people are normal people and they've always been here through time incarnate. Just because we're talking about it now doesn't mean that they just sprung into existence when the term did. That's ridiculous. Um, for those of you out there who are looking for asexual stories, we didn't actually get a lot of suggestions in the panel. Um, one of the suggestions was from the Less Than Three Press, but that went defunct about a week before Worldscon. So a lot of the stories are out of print. Although if you can get a list of the backlog, many of the short stories and stuff have been sold to new publishers and small presses and may be coming out in the short term future. Another place to look for asexual characters is on Lesbian Reviews. The link is down below. Uh, they have a category just for asexual female characters. Um, I couldn't find a list for asexual male characters. If anyone has a good list or recommendation, please put them in the comments below. Another story is Ancillary Justice by Lois Bujold. And another one was, it's a little old, so it might be dated, uh, but Star Maker by Olaf Stapledon. As I said earlier, I am not asexual. Let me know if I got anything wrong. Let me know if you have any suggestions for others trying to include asexual characters in their world. Mm -hmm.
And that's all for today. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, hit that subscribe button and share it with all your friends. It goes a long way towards helping people find me. And I'll be back again next Monday with more writing tips and writerly musings. Bye-bye.